Your weekend getaway. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Calling all writers of all levels. The Nebraska Writers Guild Conference is fast approaching and you need to be there. Now, Doug Sassy from the Nebraska Writers Guild and presenter Jeannie Vallette Bowerman, who is named one of the top 10 most influential screenwriting bloggers. They're both here right now to tell you why you really don't want to miss this conference. Welcome, welcome to the show, Doug and Jeannie. Welcome to the show, Doug and Jeannie. Wow, thank you. Oh, please tell me we don't have to sing. (laughs) No, we don't. You don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Not today, maybe at the conference. (laughs) Okay, well, first, Doug, this conference is for all levels of writers, so we want to get that out first. Right, all levels of writers. Nebraska Writers Guild is a 501c3 nonprofit, and our sole reason to exist is to help writers achieve their writing goals. We have people who write novels, short stories, screenplays, plays, haikus, grocery lists, family <laughs> histories. I have a cousin who's just joined who's who's writing a family history. That's going to okay. be fascinating. I yeah. can't wait to read that. And we have... So he's going to dish the dirt on your family? Yeah. It's Mostly Doug, I'm sure. Most the, the insanity that runs in my family actually strolls. That'll be volume one of a 15-volume set, I'm sure. <laughs> But this year we've got a different location. We're not in Mahoney this year. We are going to be at the Embassy Suites La Vista Conference Center. Okay. And I went out there yesterday. It is just gorgeous. It'll be nice. And so you can still sign up. It's www.nebraskawriters.org. You can sign up for the Guild, join the Guild for $35 a year. And if you sign up between now and April 1st and you're a member, you get our uh, members rate of $65 for everybody else and after April 1st it's $85 so okay. you, you save $20 doing that yeah it's a good deal and then Jeannie you are representing the screenwriting aspect of writing so you kind of fell into screenwriting after doing some other things first yeah I had a motel and restaurant for 15 years so after having to serve the public 24 hours a day 7 days a week <laughs> I wanted to do something where I could just hide yes. in a cave or so I thought was what screenwriting would be. I did not, at the time when I started, I think if I had realized how much I had to pay attention to the business aspect of it, okay. um, I might have run screaming uh-huh. you know, away from it. Mm-hmm. But once you get into it, you kind of get hooked. But a lot of my journey really applies to writers of all kinds, okay. you know, about giving up fear and pursuing your dreams and how do you get over those obstacles to go after what you want. You know, that kind of thing. Now, I watched your video about fear and all creative. So you saw me in my pajamas. Yes, I saw you in your pajamas. Yes. <laughs> but I loved it because, you know, no matter what kind of creative you are, there's always fear involved. There's the fear of rejection. Yeah. No one will think, you know, what you did is as good as you think it is. And, you know, a lot of times you do. You want to step back and give up or maybe I just shouldn't do this. So you have kind of come through that in your own life. So just explain a little bit about how you've overcome your fears. Well, you know, whether a person is religious or not, there's times in people's lives where they try to better themselves. And for people of the Catholic faith, we do it over Lent. Mm -hmm. But usually that involves the most common thing people give up is chocolate or swearing or liquor. Right. Not happening in my life. (laughs) You know, not happening. So I chose one year, in a year that I was having just a really, really tough time in general, I felt like I was 
sort of paralyzed a little bit in my life by uh-huh. fear, and that it was keeping me from confronting relationships I was having or, you know, going after writing the kind of deeper stories I wanted to write, like pushing past the writing partner I had at that time, you know, just growing as a person and as a writer. So I decided, well, what if for five and a half weeks, you know, 40 days, I gave up fear and decided to kind of put it aside so that I could just focus on the problem and I wouldn't allow myself to think about the fear and to obsess about the fear and the what if, the what if, oh my God, you know, what if this person doesn't like me if I confront them? Like all that kind of crap that we do in life. And during that 40 days, I was told under no uncertain terms that after being out of karate for nine months from tearing my ACL, that I was going to be testing for black belt and I had one month to train. I I had a bad mammogram the morning of my black belt test hospital calls and says there's a spot on your mammogram okay you know so there's all these reasons to worry yeah yeah all of these fears that were happening to me and it was like I was just being challenged every single week I would have some new you know terrifying (laughs) yes you know and so it really was fascinating just as a sort of psychological exercise to try not to feel fearful uh-huh. And then, and I remember my husband just saying to me that morning about the mammogram. He was freaked out. And oh. he was testing, he was testing for his black belt too. Okay. That, that night. And I said to him, look, there's either going to be one black belt or two black belts sleeping in that bed, but I'm going to be one of them. <laughs> so you get your head out of that game, you know, and let's go do this. Yeah. Like, wow. He's like, he's like, oh my God, who are you? <laughs> yeah. But I think just practicing it helps you then do it. And just probably being aware of when fear is ruling your life. Yeah. So did that whole journey turn out okay? The mammogram scare? Yeah. Great. And I got my blood off. Awesome. And you didn't worry in the process. Yeah. (laughs) And after the 40 days of living without fear, did that carry on into your normal life or do you still struggle with it? For the most part, you know, I think every single person, if they tell you that they're fearless and they can live without fear, they're delusional. Like, yeah. you know, everyone has a moment where you just, and even as a writer, you know, like, it doesn't matter how accomplished you are. One of my writing partners won the Pulitzer Prize. I've got another friend of mine who I worked with who won an Oscar. You know, like, you, even those people have debilitating fears. Like, yeah. they have the fear of people not liking their work. I mean, like, it doesn't matter yeah. at what level you are in life. You know, most of it's human nature, I think, to be fearful. Part of it is just survival, I think. If you're just joining the conversation, you're hearing from screenwriter Jeannie Vallette Bowerman. You can meet her at the Nebraska Writers Guild Conference, April 10th and 11th at the La Vista Conference Center. So now, how has having your black belt helped you with screenwriting or just dealing with the business? First of all, just when you're sitting there in a meeting, just knowing if you could... If you really wanted to, you could kick their ass. Like, That's a powerful thought. It's a powerful thought. I have never hit anyone. <laughs> I've never done that. But, but it doesn't mean you couldn't. Well, there's things about training for your black belt. I've been doing this since September 11th. Oh, wow. And the reason I started was because I said to my family, the thing that haunted me the most about these poor people who died uh-huh. was especially the ones on the plane flying to their death. How scared they were. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew what was going to happen and how terrifying that must be. So I said to my family, you know what? I want you to know, God forbid, anything like that happens to me, I'm kicking somebody's ass on my way down. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. So I love that. I, 
think those people on Flight 93, their families got a lot of peace knowing that. Uh And so that's the way I feel about my career. No matter what happens, I may make it, I may not make it, but I'm going to kick ass along the way and try as hard as I can to achieve my goal. So that even if at the end of my life, I haven't achieved that goal, if I have never had a feature film produced and on screen, I at least will take my last breath knowing I tried everything I could to make it happen. Okay, that's awesome. So are people going to hear more of this type of thing at the conference from you? Yes. I love it. We're going to talk about facing fears and networking because I'm like a super, super big fan of networking online. Uh And I'll talk to people about how to do that. And that applies to any kind of writer, not just a screenwriter. You know, so I don't want people attending the conference to think that like my session will just be talking about screenwriting. Of course, I'll be talking specifically about networking with the screenwriting community, but I'm also very versed in networking with authors and novelists. Jeannie Villette Bowerman and Doug Sassy from the Nebraska Writers Guild Conference. It's here on the Mulberry Lane Show. And you can learn more about the conference at nebraskawriters.org. And that's April 10th and 11th at the La Vista Conference Center. We'll be back with more from Doug and Jeannie after we take this short break. Keep it right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. It's a steady job, but he wants to be a paperback writer. Paperback writer. 